In a world of digital card apps, one man. There's actually two of them. Two men. And sometimes a guest. Two men and sometimes a guest will guide us on a journey there and back again. No one's traveling. It's a podcast. The Digital Cross-Trading Podcast. And now, the hosts of the DXT Podcast, Aaron Vine and Mark Bernetti. Hello, everybody. It's the DXT Podcast. I'm Aaron Vine, 78 on all tops, apps, and quid. And I am procrastinating underscore com on Upper Deck EPAC. Well, hey, how you doing, Aaron? I am Mark. I am Drake Iago on all the tops apps. I see that at this point you have released three of our recent episodes. I don't think they're all of them, but, you know, whatever. I'm not a chooser when I'm a beggar. So I'm thinking <laughs> this is awesome stuff. We're getting the episodes out. And they're even showing up in my podcast app. Which for a while, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if it was me, if it was you, if it's other people, if it's random, if it's Apple, if it's Buzzsprout. I don't know. But for literally like a year, we were having issues where episodes just weren't actually showing up in the podcast. Even though if you went to our podcast in the podcast app, it would say updated yesterday. Right? It would say updated yesterday which usually means when you see a podcast and it says updated yesterday, it means that a new thing got released. But if you then look at the episodes, no new episodes popped up until like weeks later. And then a bunch of all popped up. So I don't know who's doing that, but somehow you wave the magic wand and they're showing up now, which is great. Okay. So we start from a position of strength. So how are you doing this week, Aaron? I am doing fantastic. <laughs> Did you complete all of the watch party stuff? Because watch party finished last weekend, which is after basically we, you know, we were doing our last episode and they had the watch party where I think it was Friday and Saturday or something. And they did all the last episodes. So tons of cards. What did you do? Did you finish everything? Did you finish everything but the relics? Did you finish anything? I finished absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Are you freaking kidding me, dude? No. Even the freaking no. base, even the Not base, even you could have just, just collected the base. You didn't even have to do any of the melds. I know, I know. I, Monday is like a crazy day for me. Monday, I think Monday was yeah. too late anyway. It all had to be done like Saturday, I think. I mean, there was the last watch party Saturday, but since you weren't caring about collecting any of the exclusive stuff, who cares, right? You could just whatever. So, well, on uh, Saturday, if memory serves, I had some podcasts that weren't put up yet and i had someone that was very looking forward to having them on the internet so i was working on those and i was working on my digi world segment i was on my digi world segment and then i had people in the house that i had to answer to i got busy i don't always know how my days are gonna go but it's okay i hope everyone has enjoyed my digi world weeks, segment so. i haven't listened to it yet Oh, my God. No, I well, haven't listened to any of the ones that you released. So I need to listen for the digital world and see how that went. I'm very, very anxious to see what you talk about. So if you're listening now, then you know that after some of our episodes, because I'm not going to promise Aaron's going to do it after every episode, but after some of our episodes, <laughs> there's going to be a little additional 
Yeah, we can't promise we're going to do anything. Right. I know, right? We'll keep it even yeah. keel right now. We'll be yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So sometimes... Surprise. Uh, yeah, so we'll have but, two guys, sometimes a guest, sometimes an after segment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but so, if anyone has any ideas, feel free to tweet me at DXD Podcast. I'm happy to talk about any digital app there is that's trading or collecting so yeah no doubt no doubt you are definitely up for that i used to be up for that at this point i'm really not at all interested in other apps i know they can help you oh my gosh i mean in the discord in our line chat i mean people are doing some really amazing things by simply cross trading for stuff which is great it's great to see what cross trading has become it has evolved over time, and I don't know. You get the feeling that something's going on, but there are more people like dealing with this stuff now. There's been somewhat of a, I'm not going to say renaissance, because that's way too much positive news there. But there's been a somewhat of a resurgence in what's going on in the apps, right? So that's good. And because yeah. of that, you'll get cross-trading more often, right? If there's more people in Disney, if there's more people in Marvel, there's more people in sports stuff, you're going to get more opportunities to do cross-trade. Now, these watch party stuff, right? So start the week off. I mean, how can you not like those base cards? I love them. So the melds, okay? This is the old, oh my gosh. I think I was at the... Yeah, what happened when when you had melds? Yeah, when did I have my breakdown? My breakdown was on the call, right? Okay, so the last episode, we were talking about how I was basically like just ready to just rip somebody's throat out, right? Because there was... The one in three odds for the meld was a bunch of hooey, okay? And there's no way it was one in three. But so I said, let's see how the fourth day goes, all right? Because I was so far behind. It took me 34 melds to get six cards, right, at the one in three odds. I think that's where we're at. So where did I end up? I think it took me like seven maybe cards to get the next two, which is not terrible. Right? That's like just a little tiny bit over average. So seven to get the last two. So that means we ended up at, what, 41 melds to get eight cards. So that's a, basically every five I was hitting them when the odds are one and three. So long term, that's going to hurt. You know, that's going to hurt because that's a lot of effort. I mean, dude, you didn't even do it, right? But the fact yeah. is, is, we talked about it, you know, just pulling, pulling, pulling these 1K packs for a one in seven chance of getting one of these cards. And then when you get 10 of them, then you feel good. You got 10. Yay. I got 10. Then you meld them and you get bupkis. So not good. Tweak that tops. Give the people some ability to feel like they're still gaining something. I think the easiest thing they can do is just throw some other options in for melding. Okay. If you get that stupid exclusive card, why can't you trade those exclusive cards in? as part of the meld, right? So that means that even if you miss everything, you're still getting one card back toward melding to try it again. So I'm not saying that's perfect, but I'm saying that's better than coming out of the 10 with nothing. All right. So I did hit a couple of black and white. Did you see the black and white wave four? I think this is the last wave. Do you think it's the last wave of the black and whites? Do you even know? Uh, not really. I okay, do. So. I know what you're talking about, but like <laughs> I saw it, I saw it and didn't care. <laughs> All right. So, you but, know, we'll go ahead. But what? I saw that they had the concept art that came out. Yes. The concept yes. art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you had Wave 4 of Return of the Jedi Black and White Arrives. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. And then 
couple days later, you had Return of the Jedi black and white concept art. So the black and white before concept art kind of made me a little nervous to take a look at it. Yeah. Like, I don't want this to become a 50-card set that I have to chase after. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was one little set. Yeah, it was one little set. Well, I mean, there's still 18 cards in the set. but Honestly, the concept wasn't even black and white. There's an amazing, amazing... I freaking love this Death Star picture in, in this set. Did you see the Death Star picture? Did I saw all of them, but I don't remember that one popping out. I didn't collect oh, it. Did oh you collect God. this one? I have all of them except for one. And then... Let's oh, see. good job, man. You still got 10 days. I know, right? Oh, this is Death Star. Star. Let me see what this one looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, is there another one? I mean, that one looks cool, but it's not like that super cool. Excuse I mean, me. I would say the cooler one is the reactor room in the... Yes, yeah, the, the reactor Star. room is it's also really nice. I like that one, too. Yeah, so... Then, um, what else? B-Wing is nice. B-Wing is a good one. Yeah, I like the yeah. set. Yeah, but they're not black and white. So that's what I find funny, right? I mean, some of them are black and white, but most of them have I, some type of hue to them, some color. I, yeah, I mean, I guess, a lot of them I, are black and white. The Death Star has a little bit of blue in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was a good set. Now, they're currently at about 5,000 count, right? Uncommon. And I don't mind these sets. This set's mechanics was pretty good because, again, it was doing the Gildeds, right? I don't mind the Gildeds. I don't go for them. But people like the Gildeds. Everybody's distracted by shiny things. So the Gildeds work for that. But, okay, so to go back to black and white, though, you know, you have the black and white Hopefully, this is the last wave. I think it is. But let's say it's not. Either way, I'm only collecting the blues, okay, of those. And occasionally, I'll collect the green. So I don't know what happened with those green. I meant to talk about this last week, but we never talked about it. So these stupid green SIGs, okay, that you get in your lock-on. Remember, we talked about this a few weeks ago, right? Wave one, I was able to complete the whole thing somehow. I was able to get lucky and hit, like, five of them, right? Then wave two, I was complaining, saying, this is weird. All of a sudden, now I'm not hitting any of them. And I asked you, and you really hardly have hit. Like, have you hit any recently, wave three or wave four? I can say that I haven't really been worrying about it, so I've not got any. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that I really haven't been worried about it. You can just put <laughs> at the beginning of the show, and that'll just cover I'll cover it. Well, no, I mean, there's sets that I collect, and there's things that I like to look at, but... I'm a detail guy. I'm a detail guy. I notice things, okay? And what I notice about this set is that whoever was in charge of putting these cards into lock-on and then the cargo drops... Okay, first of all, I don't think they're in lock-on at all. I think they're only in cargo drops. I guess they're technically in lock-on in that they might be in those little packs you get every once in a while, but I never hit one in a pack. The only time I've ever gotten any have been in the cargo drops. Now, so I hit a bunch in the cargo drops wave one. Then I hit Zippo in wave two. And the counts are lower, too, on wave two. So that tells me that either everybody in the world all started picking less cargo drops or the odds changed. Okay? I think it's likely that the odds changed. Okay? Then everybody else in a concerted effort pulled less cargo drops. Then in wave three, they last for two weeks. I didn't hit any for the first week and a half. And then like with three days to go in wave three, I hit three of them. And I noticed the counts on those days. The first day I looked when I hit the first one, because I was like, whoa, I haven't seen one of these in a while. Let me start checking the counts. And I noticed that the counts were like 300. 
when the prior wave's count was like 1,800. And I say, wait a minute. If the prior count's wave was 1,800, this wave only has two or three days left out of the two weeks, and it's only at 300. What's going on? And then I hit another one, and I looked the next day, and the count was at 600. And then I hit a third one, finally, and the count was over 1,000. Hmm. So what's that tell you, Aaron? Something's messed up. Yeah, somebody be screwing up these things, which makes you say, all the point of this whole thing is, listen, there's no award for these green things. I don't care. But I do care about playing a game that I feel like I'm playing it on a fair tilt, right? That you understand what the rules are, that you understand how it generally works, and you know what you're getting into. And all I'm saying is that when you got stuff like that, how can you trust anything, Aaron? How can you trust a darn thing? How can you trust a one in three odds? How can you trust anything when you see, you know, it's not pointed out to you, but you're just the person that notices stuff that you notice weird oddities like that. That is goofy. Well, you know, that's where you have the decision making of either trying to withhold from going for cards or whether you fall into the trap and still go for them knowing that the odds are off. I mean, I have to admit, I mean, for me, I mean, after being in the app for as long as I've been, I expect the unexpected. You know, I expect them to, <laughs> to mess up. I expect the odds to be off. It's just the way it is. So, I mean. Well, with free uh, coins, it's okay, right? It's like, what am I losing, right? I'm just losing my free coins, right? But there are people who spend money on this stuff. And I can tell you what, if I was spending money on this stuff, I'd be a lot more angry about inaccuracy and tomfoolery, right? Now, you spend money. I, don't know I do. And they probably hope that most of the people that are spending money are like me, <laughs> where they're just like not being very meticulous and spending time figuring out the odds and following card counts all the time and things like that. In terms of card counts, actually, I mean, there was a time where I was following card counts all the time because, I mean, I would only want cards that are low count. But now I feel like it's like impossible for them to release anything that's really all that rare. Well, all that what, a, what, a, what a great segue, my friend. They can. I don't know how they're doing it, but I mean, they're just doing it. The fact is, there are. Which one has the gold? What's the new set that came out that has the gold variant to it? Oh, the Imperial? Yeah, the Imperial Remnant. Okay, so let's talk about Imperial Remnant, right? Okay, so this is kind of a throwback set. A throwback set in the fact that all it is is just two variants, right, with different awards, which is pretty much standard now. Two variants with different awards, one gold, one blue. Right now, the blue in the coin pack is one in three or something like I don't even remember what it is, whatever it's low, okay. And the golds are like one out of 150, okay. So that's a big, 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 big difference, right? So now, if you can imagine, the golds obviously are pretty low count. So if I look at this thing and I shop at it, okay, so right, 2500 credit pack, blue one in three, like I said. And I haven't gone for any of these yet. So I don't even know what that one and three is. One and three for me means the first one I'll get will be after like nine or ten packs. Okay, that's what happened with the Jedi Mind Trick, which we're talking about a little bit. But I haven't gone for this one at all. But one in 150. So can you imagine the counts on this guy? Look at the counts on these golds. 59 right now. Still, this is days after this pack has been there. So, I mean, dude, this award is going to be ultra low count. So if you had a ton of coins or crystals for that matter, right? I mean, the crystals uh, pack, if you really want to have a better chance, you could spend 125 crystals. At a 1 in 15 chance, you'll get one of the golds. 
Unfortunately, my friend, I think there's 19 golds to collect. There's a lot of them. Okay. There's so a lot of them. But plus, I mean, again, in this case, it's a variant. So, I mean, it's just a swap of the border. Right. There's always a but, right? Like yeah. this one, yes, it's low count, but there's a worthless variant in addition to that. Now, I think Rick was commenting in our chat about how he's not really a big fan of these ones where you got one that's like super ultra rare and one that's very not rare, like almost worthless, right? And he was talking about how he liked the idea of a third middle tier, right? From his perspective, and they've done this before, and I want to hear your opinions on this. But if you have a middle tier, right, that's like sort of not uncommon and not the super rare, then you end up being able to collect that one pretty easily because usually you're going to get the guys going for the gold already have a crap ton of the middle tier. And then a guy who's just going for the cheaps is occasionally going to find the middle tier. And then if you're doing a swap shop, sometimes people just throw in the middle tier for free, right? So you, you might be able to pick up that middle tier because it's like the odd man out and it ends up being somewhat lower count and stuff. So what is your opinions on a three tier? I don't know. I really prefer there to just be one tier. I mean, you got things like reflections. You have the original concept art sets like those were really amazing sets and they need to have something like that. At least, you know, in my opinion, once a month to kind of give something super exciting. If there's going to be tiers, I mean, I don't really care about how many tiers there are as long as it's not more than three. I think once you get to like four or five, it just becomes like totally ridiculous. But, you know, I think of the three tier, I think of space paintings where there's the orange, the blue and the gold. The middle tier always ends up being like a tier that, at least in my opinion, that a lot of people just don't care about. So even though it's the rarer tier than the base, version of the card it's almost like a i think we mentioned this on an episode in the past it's almost like the red-headed stepchild yeah you know not um, the babies not the firstborn yeah. yeah but well let me ask you a question first of all i agree with you i think the middle tier i mean first of all when you get the three honestly i don't care period right i mean if the middle tier is easier to pick up then i mean yes it is fine but then okay fine then what now you have this middle tier you collected no one's going to want it. Who's going to go out of their way to get to want that second tier? Let's say after the fact, okay? After the fact, right? And now you have this tier. Okay, you collected it. Now, if you're a trader type guy and you're like, hey, I got it. So now I've got some capital I can trade around, right? Who's going to be trying to want the middle tier? No one. Why uh, would that's that's a big question. Back? Yeah. If it's after the fact and you're looking to collect that set, then why would you ever want the second tier? You didn't get the set period. So if I want to get into the set, I'm not going to want to try to get in the set by getting the middle tier. I'm going to try to get in the set by either buying the top tier or just finding the lowest tier just to say, hey, I completed it, right? Because I already missed it. So again, that second tier just doesn't make much sense to me. But hey, everybody's got their opinion. So it might be easier to pick up. I mean, if it's, hey, you just want to pick up the set, then maybe the middle tier is an easy one to pick up, but it's better than the bottom tier. So I think technically if he's correct that the middle tier is a more valuable tier and it's probably easier to get because of the mechanics. So I agree there. But my answer to that is, yeah, I know, but that just doesn't mean too much to me. So now you get two tiers, okay? Now two tiers is a little better than three tiers, right? So two tiers, uh, especially in this one, gold is so much worth more than blue that 
I'm attracted to getting the gold. I was very tempted to go for this set because I said I could get gold through coins, a lot of coins. And boy, look at the counts on that guy. And I went out to eBay just to check. I said, is anybody selling this thing? Because these are really low count goals. I said, it's mm-hmm. really low count. I said, who's put together a whole 19 card set? And I looked and someone was actually offering multiple ones of these things. They are a farmer, sort of. They say they're not a farmer. I read their little description. They say they don't do it using <laughs> Really, it's like, hey, we're a mom and pop shop, a family owned business. We're not the type of farmers that everyone thinks of farmers, right? That you got these mass amounts of phones and it's everything's done through cheating and multiple zillion accounts and stuff like that. So I don't know how they do it, but somehow they had at least multiple versions of the gold set and they were offering them for 40 bucks a piece, okay? Now, I think some people in our group are going for the gold or at least I think Rybors is and he has a couple of them, but he's at six out of 19. It's gonna be a tough sled, okay, to go for the gold. So yeah, the gold to me is so much more valuable than the blue that the gold entices me. But then I think, okay, a day after this set is done, am I going to care about this set? I mean, look at the border. The content is great, right? I mean, how do you not like it? It's a bunch of cool Stormtrooper stuff, Empire stuff. Empire's always got good cards. And it's Mandalorian, right? So, you know, good content. But... I guess this really would be a forgettable set at the end of the day. For me, there are times where just the change in the border makes me want the card more because just the colors are more aesthetically pleasing with the picture. Mm -hmm. And at least in my opinion, it doesn't happen between the blue and the gold. So I agree with you. They're, they're awesome cards, but I don't get more of a impression from the gold versus if I went with a blue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely like that blue color, okay? It's a very close to my wedding color, one of my wife's favorite colors that we do for our wedding and stuff. So it's kind of cool. I love that lighter blue, Tiffany blue. It's closer to. But, you know, gold, it's more yellow. It's not really gold. And I do think it's better looking than the blue, or at least it's more impressive looking, especially when you look at the low counts. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, the low counts will make yeah. it more impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But think about this though 19 cards, that low count. And if I remember correctly, I believe from the card counts perspective, there's a very wide variance in the things. So, like, if the lowest ones are in the 50s and the highest ones are in the 70s, right? I mean, it's like 59, 60, 75, 68, 60. I mean, you had a 75 out there, 74. There's an 80 now. And there's still ones in the 50s. I mean, that's uh, nuts. Well, I mean, you got right? Moff Gideon's Outland TIE Fighter with the Mandalorian in tow is at 59. So yeah, that's I don't a, think that's the lowest oh, one. There's a 57. Yeah, I think there was one lower than that. Yeah, Moff 55. Rocks, 55 as well. Troopers. Yeah, so you go from 55 to 80. That's crazy. I mean, that's really hard to put together a set. Yeah, I mean, but do you think these things are going to get to 200 by the time it's all said and done? No, I don't think no. there's a chance. Dude, this came out how many days ago? It expires in 12 days. So I think it's only been out for literally one day ago. Okay, so it's almost two days, really. It, this has been out really for almost two days. And honestly, it's kind of done. I mean, there's going to be some more picked up. But if it's at 50 now, if a car that's at 50 now gets to 75, I'd be surprised. I mean, anybody who wanted to go for this went for it, right? This is not something that they throw into other packs that you're just going to start collecting over time, right? People are going to move on, right? The next fancy jewel is the mind meld, right? Or the Jedi mind trick, right? Now that's out. 
Okay. Now that's a daily chase. Okay. And mm-hmm. again, this is a one with two tiers, not three, but it's motion versus not motion, which I talked about last week that I can begrudgingly accept that as a valid two tier system, right? I mean, if it's two variants, one is just your base card and another one is the same card with a motion effect on it. That's better than just a straight up two variant set. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you stack that a little better? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Unfortunately, the cards are going to be probably all cartoons. (laughs) And so much of the card is taken up by the Jedi Mind Trick. So are you going to go for this? I mean, I decided to go for the first base card and just say, let me see if I just get lucky and get the motion. I'll just go until I hit the, the, uh, the base, which is a one in three. And so I was just pulling... 3,000 credit packs, one in three. You're like, oh, yeah, a semi-daily chase. I think it's going to be released three times a week. You know, I can get the standard pretty easily, right? I mean, I was jamming on that 3,000. And they did not do the transmission for the pack at first. So, like, I was just happened to be in the app, and I saw down in my store, it said, Jedi Mind Trick. And I said, huh? And I looked for the announcement, and the announcement didn't come for, like, another hour or something, okay? And I was like, is this a mistake? I said, well, let me check it out. Let me pull one and three. And I started pulling. And I got to like seven packs, and I still hadn't hit it. And I'm going, wait a minute. This pack is out. There's no announcement for it. And the odds don't work. Is this stupid card even really in this pack? I finally hit it like nine or ten packs, which on a one and three is like. They definitely have your account flagged, I would say. Dude, they must. They must. (laughs) Because I am seriously getting some crap luck. But Crystal is one guaranteed motion one and five. So that's interesting. I mean, I dig the way they do that. I just wish the cards were better, right? So are you going to collect Jedi Mind Trick? Are you going to do that? Because uh, it's theoretically easy I'm thinking, to do. I'm thinking about it. I could tell you that definitely comparing the base to the motion, definitely a fan of the motion more than the base. I like the bluish kind of motion for the motion card. I prefer to tell what the motion is. How can you tell what the motion is? Because I have it. You picked up the motion version? Yeah, I picked up the motion because I was curious to see what the motion was. Wow, there's 1,200 of them out already. So it's not going to be that low count. Oh, cool. So you like it? I couldn't hardly tell what like it was. What the, what's the effect? Is it really just a swirly twirly? Yeah, it's what really just doing? a swirly It's a blue swirly twirly. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. So you're going to go for this then? I don't know yet. I need to see what other cards look like first. Okay, well, the award is live action. So maybe there's going to be some live action ones in this. Yeah, pretty maybe. Cool shot. I live actually action. like this award card that Ray disarms two First Order Stormtroopers. Is that just for the motion? Is that the same award for the base? Let me see. It is. Oh, well, I collected the first one. I might end up collecting this just because it is such an easy thing. Right. right. Okay, so let me ask you a question. This is not a daily set, but the last daily set we had was the Troopers Through Time. Did you finish that up? Did you finally get it? I did. I finished that one up. And you got the award? I got the award, yeah. Well, good for you. Yes. Isn't that exciting? Thank you so much. I actually had a few awards that I got this week. And they weren't even coded correctly. Yeah, some of them have been coded correctly. You lie. Tell me which one was coded correctly. Not a single one of them was coded correctly. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you. You tell me what kind of award. They're all correctly. Dude, I'm trying to find that random one they actually by accident get right, and they still have not done it yet. Oh, you yeah. tell me 
what set you got an award on that's coded correctly. And it can't be the base card, all right? It can't be like a... No, the comic covers has the proper term. Okay, let's see what you're saying. I don't think you're right, but you're probably looking at the wrong thing. But let me see. All right, uh, sets and awards. You tell me this. Oh, here we go. I just got one. It's called Comic Covers 2020 Wave 5. Comic Covers Darth Vader 22 Claim and Award. I'm going to claim the award. All right, you claim the award. And I watch. It says new card. And I watch. When I hit this, it's going to give me like, okay, it gives me the trophy. Oh, my God. Wait a bit. Oh, my God. Application error has occurred. <laughs> when I try to go to the thing. Oh. <laughs> it did. Wait a minute. Yes. Hot diggity dog. You're right. Oh, you're my right. God. You're right. You're right. Man, they finally got one right. God help you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. It was an error, though. You try to link to the card, and it erred. But that's fine. Let's see. No, dude, that's awesome. See? It's possible. It's possible they can actually do this correctly, if they tried. Now you just got to fix everything else. So did you get the Digicon exclusive? I did. Okay, so let's look at that dude. Did they fix him, too? So it, They did. The search term's correct, too. I mean, it says DC Awards, so Digicon Awards. So I think that's, that that's good. No get it. The search term has generally not been screwed up. That one has been fine, generally. Even on the awards. All of them say award. They're all the right search term, et cetera, et cetera. It's just the set that's been screwed up. So I think, if I remember correctly, this might be the set that... Remember I was talking to you last week that said people are just realizing the scope of how many of these things are wrong? I believe one of the guys in the Discord group actually filed a ticket for this one, for this set. I think that's why it's fixed. But either way, the point is, is that it's fixed. That's freaking awesome. So let me see here. Set info. You got the Digicon. You got the Wave 5. Awesome. So that means they can fix it. So that's great. I am so happy. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. What's the count on that? That word? 2653. I mean, they're just great looking cards, these comic covers for sure. So that's good news. That's good news. So did you hear what was supposed to get released this weekend, supposedly? Second no, I did not hear. Digicast. Someone on the Digicast mentioned that the Return of the Jedi base cards, you know, the ones from 1983. I love that. That's going to be cool. Shush your mouth, because you'd have no idea how they're going to do it. What'd they do the last one? They did one of the a New Hope base card sets. I think it was like Series 4, right? Mm. And they did it in variants. I mean, the cards were variants themselves. Each series was a different color, right? Series 1 was the blue. Series 2 was the reds, I think. And series three was yellows, right? And I think series four was greens. It was a weird green. But they did one of them in variants, I believe. So let's see how they do Return of the Jedi. Now, if they do Return of the right. Jedi just like they should have, like, I think Return of the Jedi ended up having three series. I'm trying to go off memory. I can't remember exactly. But there was quite a number of them. And they were really cool cards, too. In fact, one of the base series we had, I think it was base series five, maybe, was done in a almost kind of a nod to that style to some of the cards in that set so i tell you what dude you joined the app because you wanted to get cards from the new movie right you were really yep. interested in seeing cards from force awakens i joined the app because i thought that if i joined the app i could get because i was always kind of mad that as a kid i never really finished all of the new hope esb and return to jedi base cards right i never finished those right i kind of uh -huh. just you know, i wasn't collecting it i was just a kid my mom would always unpack sometimes 
I got happy when I got close to getting cards that I had been missing, but I never went through like trying to actually collect the whole sets and stuff. So I may have had some complete or not, but either way, I didn't know. So I thought that that was the reason why I was joining the, the app because I said, oh, you mean all the old Tops cards that they released, they're going to release them in digital? That's fantastic. I would love it, right? Right. I mean, four years later, they still haven't released them all. You know? <laughs> Five years later, they still haven't released them all. Well, they're getting there slowly. Yeah, they're getting there slowly. So it, it may be. Who knows? Let's see what happens here. So there's a little bit of optimism about this. I'm definitely curious to see what happens. But I tell you what, I'm just saying, if they do this right, if they do this one particularly right, I'm going to be very tempted to spend money on it. If they do it right. Dun, dun, dun. If, it's, if it's reproductions of the actual cards in the actual way that they came out, without any tomfoolery, without any goofiness, variance of variance and stupidity, or they do what they did with Empire Strikes Back. I'm happy they did Empire Strikes Back, and I collected like the whole ESB selects, right? But it was ESP mm. Selects. It wasn't the whole sets. You remember that, right? I do. I remember. There are a lot of ESP Selects, too. So, I mean, if it's not the whole set, then damn. It wasn't. There was tons missing. Tons missing. They did Selects. They didn't do the whole set. I mean, it was a fantastic set of sets. I mean, I love those cards. And there weren't any variants on them. And it was a slog. Mm. Some of them cost money. Remember the photos? The photo ones? Yeah, I also great. remember that there's also some Macquarie sketches in there too, I think. Yes. That was, was part of the awards, right? There was a space painting set, part of the ESB Selects. And I think there were also some that were part of some of the awards. Anyway, either way, the point is it wasn't all of the ESB cards, but it was almost. So they kind of screwed up New Hope by like screwing with the mechanics, right? The blues were the big long haul. The one every day for 77 days, which is fantastic. One of the best sets I have. I love it to death. And then they started getting loopy with then making some of them crystal only and then variants and all types of goofiness. And then ESB, they didn't do all of them. So they're running on a zero for zero or a zero for two record right now, right? So now Return of the Jedi, who the heck knows how they're going to do it. But is there any chance they're just going to say... Hey, guys, do you know that we released cards for Return of the Jedi back in 1983? Well, hey, guess what? These are those. It's just them. Those are the ones that we put out. Now we're putting them into the thing. Simple. Yeah, I hope they, they do them the way that you hope for. But what, how do you hope for? I mean, like, I'm just going to come into the app and be like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to collect them. <laughs> Good thing. I'm telling you what, dude. We make a great pair because seriously, we, we hit it from every angle. You are so aloof, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, like, 1983, I was five years old. So, I mean... You're right, I was 11, so you didn't have as much of a nostalgic... The Star Wars cards that I have from those days are in, like, a shoebox, and I only have one or two of them, and I'm like, oh, look, I have a, a new Hope card here. Or I go look through some garbage pill kids. I'm like, oh, look, here, I found a Return of the Jedi card. So I don't have those sets. But I don't I, have I, them either. My mom threw them I do away. like seeing so them. That adds to the nostalgia. And I, and I do love Return of the Jedi. I mean, Return of the Jedi is an awesome movie. So that's kind of going to be what's most pertinent to me. But I don't have a real, true nostalgia to that specific card. Okay. Well, cool. Well, then you'll be happy or you won't or you'll just be a passerby, a drive-by. Yeah, I'll either be super happy or I'm going to be like super pissed. I'm going to be so happy no matter what because yeah. the sun's shining and oh, it's it a beautiful day. day. 
It is a beautiful day <laughs> and the weather's nice down here in Houston. So let me ask you a question. Let's switch gears to like outside of the app. So did you see that a date was now announced for Mandalorian season two? Yes, I saw that. So, so they're trying to be really technical. They said it would be out in October, and it's out in October. Yeah, but they still haven't had a trailer come out yet for it. Yeah, so. Does that matter? Supposedly, there's been an undercurrent of a bunch of people saying that there's, or at least somebody saying, and then people reacting off of that, that there's been like production problems with season two, and that's why they haven't had a trailer yet. Do you even care? No, I mean, that? it's totally understandable if there is. I'm just saying that I prefer to have a trailer. I mean, like right now, I would love to see a trailer for it. But if they're having production problems, so be it. You know, that's the signs of the times right now. Hopefully, they'll be able to meet their release date at the end of October. October is wow, going to be here fast enough. And I got plenty of things to watch right now, at least for another few more days, because the New York Islanders are still in the playoffs. So every other day, I'm watching a two and a half hour hockey game in September. When usually they've already been done. Usually, right now, training camp would be starting. Yeah, that's hockey. nuts, right? Because yeah. this new season starts in October. They usually yeah. did back in the old yeah. days or last year. There's zero chance it's not going to make October 30th because they wouldn't have stated October 30th unless they knew they were going to make it. Disney, I mean, they're so gun shy right now, right? With production problems and Star Wars. I think Disney is very, very careful with Star Wars right now. And especially with Disney Plus and Mandalorian, right? The flagship of the freaking yeah. network, right? They are not going to release something, a date, and not be absolutely 100% sure that it's in the can and they're going to be able to do it. So my thing is, once the date was solidified, now you know everything's cool, right? Or at least you know it's not going to be delayed. Now the question is whether it's going to be a good show or not. What's the percent chance that you were going to be disappointed with the Mandalorian season two. One percent. Really? Yes. Oh, that's good. I hope to have that kind of confidence. I think it's a little higher, but I don't think it's, it's anyone likely. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's higher than one percent. So there's a few things in this world that you just have to kind of put your trust in. Like for the New York Islanders, I believe in trots. You know, listen, I believe in him. And then for Mandalorian, you have Favreau, and I believe in Favreau. I even believe in Filoni. So I can't see them not putting out something exciting. I just don't see it. Just don't see it. Yeah. I mean, from yeah, start I would say to finish, yeah. even though it's not the movies, from start to finish, everything that Filoni has done, I've liked. And pretty much everything Favreau has done, I've liked. I mean, he's done amazing things. I mean, he's the one who started off... With Iron Man, Lion King was an amazing movie. Jungle Book. Jungle Book was an amazing movie. And there's other Listen, stuff he's done that you don't even realize that he's done. I can't remember the other stuff. Probably. So, uh, and, yeah, yeah. so he's done quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, there's a very low probability that they're going to mess this up. Elf. He's an elf. <laughs> Listen, he made an episode about an egg and made it fantastic. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I definitely like the series. There's nothing wrong with the series. So my fear is that, number one, there's a lot of expectations, okay? So with those expectations, everyone has an idea of they think how things are going to go, which is dangerous. That's why the first season kicked butt, because no one had any expectations, no real expectations. There's hardly any news about it. 
No one knew about Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda shows up. I mean, literally, that is like one of the biggest surprises I've seen on TV in like forever. So to me, they had everything working for them. Now, season two, you're starting to hear rumors. You have expectations because you love the first season so much. So there's way higher chance of them under-delivering to what people think they want to see. And the fact that Filoni is involved and the fact that it sounds to me pretty likely that I heard someone use this term elements of the Filoni verse are going to start interceding with the Mandalorian. If it's done right, fantastic, but it's possible it could be done in a way that people feel forced, right? I mean, Mandalorian season two, if Mandalorian season two has Boba Fett in it or somebody acting like Boba Fett has Ahsoka in it, has Bo-Katan in it, has Sabine in it, has all these other characters and stuff like that. Who knows where it's going to go? But, you know, it's a chance that it could not fall together properly. And if they under-deliver, I mean, with Baby Yoda, okay, you got probably a thousand things in your head of where you think they could go with Baby Yoda. But I can tell you what, whatever you want to happen with Baby Yoda, what you don't want it to happen is, is that somehow at the end of this thing, they use some flim-flam reason why he's just now suddenly missing from everywhere. Some silly reason. They got to come up with a great reason of why he's around and where he's at after the series, right? I mean, they have to write a really good answer for this. And all of our questions and answers in our head are much more complex and fulfilling. The things we have in our head about what the answer to that is, is something that if we construct it, we're not going to construct a, oh, okay, well, I guess okay with that. We're not going to construct that kind of thing in our head. We're going to construct some really cool, really awesome reason why he's around and where he ends up. And they have to come up with a reason that is going to satisfy what our reasonings are. So what's the chance of that? You think it's pretty high, huh? I still think it's one out of a hundred chance that they're going to mess this up. As long as Favreau's around, that's what my odds are. If okay. he's no longer around, then it drops. Okay, so do you think they're going to explain really where he came from? Or they're just moving on? Like, I mean, they still haven't I, I, explained why he was hanging out with a bunch of Nictos. And why no one had been able to get this baby out of the Nictos for this long. I mean, honestly... Mando and IG, right? Yeah, they went through a big battle, but it was because they only went with two people. Why did no one ever try to get this baby before with like a hundred stormtroopers or whatever? I mean, it wasn't that hard for Mando to find the guy. I mean, everybody and their mama had a connector or a signal to say where Baby Yoda was. So how was it, Baby Yoda still there with these Nictos? Well, you know, if you've looked at the storytelling, at least in my opinion, the storytelling was not very fast storytelling. It was very slow storytelling. So maybe these are things that we'll learn as we go along. It has to be. Hopefully, so, hopefully you're right. You're right. Hopefully. No, I agree with you. They have not in any way made us think that they are revealing stuff very fast. It does feel like there was an actual plot and plan for this. The question is, it's like two ways. They sort of have to explain it two ways because they've created a lot of not only with Baby Yoda, but with Moff Gideon, right? So they're at a position where they gave you a window into this time frame. But now, which is fantastic, right? Because that's what George did too, right? He gave you this window into this time frame, and he made you wonder what happens after, and he made you wonder what happened before. 
That's great world building. So they've done their job. So now the question is they got to deliver on the world building and they can't just go forward. They have to also explain what happened backwards in a satisfying way. It's a fantastic position to be in because they really have started establishing a whole new mythos, right, within Star Wars. Yeah. So they've done the right thing, but they do got their work cut out for them. That they do. That they do. And on that note, we have to sign off. All right. And make sure everyone sticks around if you want to hear the new episode of DigiWorld. That will be coming up after the show. And just remember, I'm at DXT Podcast. Mark is at MarkB50K on Twitter. And I hope everyone has happy trading and a great weekend. Mark? Yep. I'm going to have a great weekend. I'm looking forward to those cards. You have yourself a great weekend as well. And I'm going to let you run with the Digi World. So I can't wait to hear what you say and what good stuff you got for us. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) Happy trading, everyone. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to Around the Digi World segment. In this segment, we will discuss some of the things going on around the Digi World. Feel free to tweet me your ideas at DXT Podcasts, or you could find me in game at Viney78. Now, uh, in this segment, we will not all the time, but the majority of the time, be talking about apps other than Star Wars Card Trader. So, you know, we could check out Quid, or we could talk about Upper Deck EPAC. You also have uh, WWE and Disney. So lots of collecting uh, apps out there. For today, I'm going to talk about a, a couple sets that I really like out on on Tops Disney. So in terms of the two sets that I really enjoy, one of them is called Rescue Rangers Adventure Series, and the other one is called Finding Nemo Oceanic, uh, Oceanic Portraits. And what I like most about b- both these two sets is that uh, they're full bleed cards. They look really cool. If you're a Rescue Rangers fan, fan, then, you know, definitely this is a set for you. So for those of you that don't know uh, Rescue Rangers, that's uh, Chip and Dale. So those are the little chipmunks, and they're super, aw- they're super awesome. And then Finding Nemo may be something that the, the mainstream is a little bit more used to hearing about because that's, uh, you know, the really uh, big-time movie from uh, Disney and Pixar. So it's very popular nowadays. So both those sets look awesome. Definitely something that I would recommend collecting. Now, talking about Disney, back over on Upper Deck Pack, they are actually having a new Mickey Mouse set being released tomorrow. In terms of this set, it's called Disney's Mickey Mouse Trading Cards. There's going to be lots of special insert sets, including film cells, Mickey Through the Ages, 3D Lenticulars, acetate parallels of the base set, and then there's also rare comic cuts, and then there's a a Mickey Mouse medallion that that you can get. So that sounds kind of interesting. Film cells also in this set. So... Lots of interesting things. If you're a Disney fan, head on over to uh, Upper Deck EPAC uh, this week if you want to check out the Mickey Mouse uh, uh, trading card set. Or head over to Disney Tops Collect if you want to collect some of the cards from Tops. Enjoy collecting. Till next week. Bye-bye.